escape to the metaverse but act like you know yeah you are now tuned into the matthew and rizzle show yeah uh, escape to the metaverse better act like you know you are now tuned into the matthew and rizzle show yeah Oh, dude, I, I got some ideas, I, and maybe it's just, uh, we could just talk about it live. Yeah, let's go. So, uh, so I don't know, man, we can, we can build out in the open, right? We always have with like the whip and everything. We yeah. had our like whip, uh, crew meeting on Friday, the first inaugury one. I don't think I said that right, <laughs> uh, ever. And, uh, and it was, it was good, man, but it, it also gave me like a lot of food for thought, uh, in terms of everyone sort of coming together and putting their ideas together and how to like, you know, level up, uh, you know, what is this sort of ambiguous, uh, project that we've had going on for many years now with the whip. Um, but anyway, man, I was, and we've been talking about, we have so much content, right? Like that's like one thing we're very strong in. And, uh, and then we were like, you know, running in some of our, I've been working with the YouTube channel. Uh, if people are listening, please like, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. <laughs> YouTube.com slash at the whip meetup eight zero five seven. You can find in our link tree on the whip Twitter. Uh, but, uh, trying to organize that a little bit. We've been talking about how to like repurpose some of the classic content. And it just occurred to me, man, I was, you know, I posted paradoxes recap from the, the epic uh, Marble Cards fifth anniversary last week and the Meme Explorers launch. And I'm like, dude, we should be posting these snippets to our YouTube account. And maybe I can start going back, uh, you know, all the way from the beginning and just start uploading some of Paradox's mashups, um, you know, because we've been like tinkering around with AI and making some mashups. And they're like, uh, pretty good with some of the stuff that they put out, but uh, we've got all this backlog of paradoxes content too, and it really doesn't live anywhere. So um, I don't know, man. Just st- starting to just try and think of creative ways to use all that good energy from the meeting uh, with the Whip Crew on Friday and uh, take advantage of like some of all this awesome stuff that we're already sitting on and have never really figured out what to do with. Yeah, no, that meeting was great. Um, especially shout out everyone had great talking points but i think brocock would made me think a ton him and show the their comments in particular and questions too so yeah man i've been percolating a lot of about like what we were talking about mainly on the like partnership front like if we're going to like hyperfy like doing so much work there and then potentially like nifty island leveraging that heading forward um in a way that works with the character of the whip today at least like there is just so much more we can do and so much more like any project can do. And it's cool to have those opportunities to talk as a group and then that reprioritize accordingly. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's fun, man. I, I mean, I've, I say week after week, but I, this sort of like ongoing experiment where we're sort of, uh, you, you know, I, I think one thing we came away with is that like, you know, we need, it was a good meeting because I think we all need some direction or at least to like get on the same page in terms of what the direction is, which is, and, but the unknown aspect of the direction is sort of like the most exciting part for me because we're sort of 
you know, building this thing that is sort of uh, a unicorn within the space and everything. So, uh, yeah, man, Brookhawk and show, uh, we're living rent free in my head, uh, throughout the weekend. Uh, everyone had like really good things to say, man. Fractilians had a lot of like good ideas and I I've been using some of the tools she's, uh, she dropped in there and everything. Um, so, uh, I don't know. I feel, I feel good moving forward, man. And it's, you know, and I just, I keep reflecting on, you know, sort of not taking this for granted, man, but I'm like, dude, we hosted one of like the most OG projects in the spaces, like five year anniversary. Uh, and then their launch of their new, like bizarre experimental Mimon thing, uh, which I might add my Mimon is like currently crushing all the other Mimons. Uh, and, uh, I don't know, man. It's it's uh it's it's all good energy, but yeah, Brookhawk had uh like a, a different spin on things that I, I think everyone needed to uh, sort of think about, and uh, it's all positive positive growth. I think. Yeah. No. And another direct outcome of that talk was me finally getting into Nifty Island and kicking the tires there uh, together with Easy and Crypto and, and MetaGeist afterwards. And oh, oh my what are your God, thoughts, man? I would love to hear uh, your fresh take on it without me chiming in. Like it felt like a real game. the The client download setup was smooth, all things considered. Like as as smooth as having to download an external client and get that set up can be. Which was I was worried. I'm like, all right, this is going to give me deja vu of like Decentraland back in the day, not working or something like that. I was going in really skeptical. And it opened up without having to reboot the computer. Great sign. <laughs> the bar is quite low. Um, but then the tutorial, like how to use the controls, what controls you have available, some secret shortcuts and stuff like that. I thought the, the, to the tutorial was really well done. And then after I finished that, jumping over to Metageist's island that he's building was super smooth, easy to find and navigate. And then I just, yeah, after I connected the, the right wallets, with like the, the avatars I've been using, like the Cody avatar, I was e it was easy to transform into that. <laughs> and then the gameplay itself is super smooth, I thought. And looking at Metageist's build and seeing, anyway, what he's been doing in HyperFi regardless as a, a master builder, it seems like ver the tools are great for him to create these cool experiences. So amazing first impression. And then I know they have like the point farming their play to airdrop, I guess, promotion going on now where just refer a bunch of folks, actually play and use the worlds, uh, have those help you accrue points that will correspond to some sort of future airdrop. Like, great start, man. I, I have to say, all things, like, it's very, very promising. What do you think, though? I just followed you. I didn't realize you were on there. I'll give your, uh, your little island, uh, Nifty Times Island, a uh, star, uh, dude. I've been tinkering around around with it a lot, uh, and I, I generally have like a pretty good first impression too. Honestly, I, I'm uh, not a fan of client downloads just in general. I feel like it's a barrier to entry uh, that loses a lot of people, especially within Web three. I was just uh, I'm in a group chat with like a few other people. Uh, you know, so, some members of the crew and everything who are like tinkering around with their islands and everything, and uh, talking about that same thing, man. You know, and so the games are crisp, uh, absolutely, which which is cool, man. I, I like that they're they've sort of introduced this like plug and play game template where it makes it really easy for people to spin up something within their framework, but but that's fine because that's something like someone like myself 
who has like, you know, some knowledge of how to build, but I'm not like a master builder by any means, but with a little hand holding and a template to work within, uh, you know, I can make some, some goofy little games as well. So, uh, so I, I like it, man. I, the other thing that I was thinking about this morning though, is, is that there was some message that popped up that it's like, if you do a double tap with your role, it gives you like invincibility for a, a moment. And, uh, and I, I feel like, you know, that's to me, that's something that like necessitates a controller. Like I, I've been able to like goof around with some of these games and like, you know, sort of bumble my way through on my keyboard. But I, I'm not like a gamer to the extent that I have like a controller ready to go and hooked up to my computer. And and uh, and I feel like that's also like a point where it's sort of like a, um, you know, barrier to entry, at, at least for Web3 people mm-hmm. who I and I may be like making the wrong assumptions, but I feel like. A lot of people around here really want like snappy, straightforward, you can do it from anywhere type of experiences. And uh, and once you introduce like client downloads and, and then necessitates a controller and everything, uh, you know, I think you're you're wedging yourself into a smaller and smaller piece of the Web3 pie unless you can like bring in outside people who you don't really need that knowledge base. And they, they might straddle that line like pretty well, man. I, you know, I, I feel like they they've got some sticky gameplay that you don't really need to know the Web3 side of things to engage in it and have a good time with it. But there is some like depth that you're int- that they're introducing to the Web3 side of things, too, with their like marketplace. And, uh, you know, I, I see they got this flywheel going where you can like earn blooms and then like redeem them for things. And that that's all done like off chain. But apparently there's going to be some on chain thing with this airdrop that uh, a lot of people are farming. Um, I don't know, man. I, I feel like it's a very, very interesting entry to the space, uh, which I love, man, because I, I feel like we need that to continue pushing everything forward. Yeah, no, and I what what's on or off chain for a game like that? Like you obviously looking at the graphics, you know, a whole lot is off chain, and you can't fault them for that. And even with like the the play to airdrop, whatever point ledger is off chain, on chain, as long as users can see their points and that's transparent, that's that's good enough um, for something like that. They're they're just proving out that these crypto incentives are sort of sticky. And if you look at the activity in the world, you see folks in world right and knowing that there is that barrier like okay you need you do need to download the client to go there um it's a barrier but it's also like a proof of humanity check um as long as i'm not misreading and as long as i'm not misunderstanding that you have to have the client to go visit the islands if you can go visit islands without having the client maybe that's potentially an issue and something i need to double check but i think they have it set up pretty pretty smartly and again for it to launch and just like literally the next day and the day of after ironing out a few kinks for it to work so smoothly. Great, great damn sign in this space. Cause I don't know how many folks listening, like when Decentraland launched back in January, um, what was that? 2021 or 2020 rather. Oh my God, that was such a shit show. It was so bad. It was like, you couldn't even use it. Like when it finally launched, it was so terrible. Yeah, well, I mean, there's been a lot of those types of situations over the years. I mean, how many false starts did Sandbox have? Uh, and now they, they finally seem like they've got like a pretty dope like working product and everything. At least we were there like a few whips ago and everything in Fabiano's spot. And it was pretty cool. But man, it took them like a long time to get out of the gate with what they had been talking about for a real long time. So uh, it is cool, man. I, I mean, it's, you know, 
it, it's also, you know, I saw Metagice was just talking about how, like, you know, he knows a lot of people are, you know, sort of farming this airdrop and, you know, sort of capturing these blooms. And that's one of the reasons why a lot of people are popping into these spaces. Uh, but at the same time, how nice it is to just have traction in some of these spaces and being able to sort of like count on the fact that if you built something, people will come and check it out. Like there, there's actually, you know, some motivation and incentive. And and one of the things I think is really cool is like the the daily tasks are like very well structured to force you to do a couple things to explore different people's islands in order to you know check the box and get the bloom reward or whatever uh but also like you know making you forcing you to interact with like different aspects of the game that you may not otherwise have been interested in or tinkering around with and everything so i i think they're doing like a really cool job of like incentivizing people to dig deep enough in the platform that you know maybe they it, it becomes sticky for that reason but I, I i do you know I, I always wonder with any of these type of like tokenomic situations like you know i feel like it's always a matter of like can you build a sustainable flywheel and i i really uh and, and i think they certainly have the potential to uh, in terms of like what i've seen i i have no idea how their token drop will affect any of that but um i don't know man i've, I've had some like playful banter actually with their like main account because i i'm like I'm someone who's like very interested in this, but I don't like, you know, I see like sinks and metagice and paradox and like, you know, some of the people we know just like, you know, building these incredible things. And so I, yeah. I made, I made a low effort Island and called it low effort Island and, and put some low effort games on it. And I, I let my kid tinker around with it and he put like a windmill on there, but it's, it's sort of barren, you know, you can pick up some blooms there or whatever. And they, the, their main account like hit me up and was like, Hey, just so you know, like, you know i don't know we're concerned your shit is like too low effort or or something like that and uh that like spurred some like funny back and forth and i ended up minting one of my kids uh voxel swords that we were bludgeoning each other with uh last week at the whip on their marketplace just to sort of tinker around and like see what happens and and everything but um they, you know oh, they're really they're obviously because my my island's even more barren. I just have the island and I immediately island jumped. Like I don't plan on adding anything to the island. That's I'm just not good at that shit. But from your perspective, as just the casually putting up the the low effort games, how how easy is that in the actual like editor itself to set the games up? Uh, pretty easy, man. Um, I I well. I watched my kid do the death match. And so I, I did the low effort race, which is like literally a race on my island that takes like 1.5 seconds to complete, complete all that. <laughs> and uh, shout out, uh, Rostan, uh, yeah, Rostan, uh, Stella cat, ballistic banana, Kuroke have all been like competing in my low effort race, which was like not the attention intention. It was just to like sort of set it up and see how it worked. Uh, but now there's like a, you know, a race to get it under 1.2 seconds. Um, but, but it's simple, man. It's like three prompts, at least to set up the race. It was like, where's your starting point? Where's your checkpoints? Where's your end point? And then it's like, a, a you know, you just sort of place those in world as you would something like anywhere else, CryptoVoxels, HyperFi, or, you know, just sort of drag and drop those spots or whatever. And the, the deathmatch worked like sort of similarly, man. It's like, where do you want your spawn point to be? Here's like a bunch of like bullets and weapons. You can scatter around. Where do you want those to be? 
and then like you can set some parameters like how many kills and like that that kind of, I, I didn't mess with it uh, like i said it was more my kid doing it but you know my my kid is uh just turned 11 years old not too long ago and um was was actually 10 when he made the voxel swords which uh, i wanted to give him credit for um but uh you know the fact that he was able to essentially make this death match and it's not like paradoxes or or metageists or some of these like very sophisticated ones but like you know certainly if his friends had the game and he could he was communicating with them he could tell them all to come in and play it and it's like playable and it works and you know he's he's just a kid who like made it in the span of 45 minutes or something without knowing much about uh anything to do with the game although he does have some experience messing around with like you know hyperfy at this point and magic of voxels you know he he knows his way around a builder you know a generic builder a little bit by now but uh but i'm still like shit man like that that's the sort of like low barrier to entry in terms of people being able to like build on your island and and you know mess around with those kinds of things that we need to sort of hit the hit the minecraft generation you know who who sort of is familiar with these things but not on the web3 side no that's that's amazing and like it again the trend towards easier more accessible tools for casual folks um but in a way that lets the master builders like i'm sorry no shade to you <laughs> For a little effort building. No, no, not, not at all, man. Like Metageist and Paradox and all those folks that are, are are veterans and highly skilled at building. So like to have a tool or product that appears to be satisfying both ends of that spectrum, that's, again, like another really no, no, not a small feat to accomplish right out the gate. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, so man, excited I, about the island, man. God damn yeah, it, Dude, it is exciting. You know, the thing, the one thing I keep coming back to, man, I'm like, ah, it sucks that we can't really like, we could do a portion of the whip in there or something like that. But it's certainly a barrier to entry when people show up to our event and then we're like, yo, you got to download this thing and like blah, 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 blah. Um, and, and that kind of sucks. Um, and so, and, and not that that should necessarily deter us because a lot of our people are already in there um, and have active builds and, and everything like that. Um, but, uh, I wish that was a thing and I, I hope it doesn't become a ghost town, man. Like I, I imagine the, like the flywheel with like the bloom farming and these daily tasks and everything, unless they really have it like well executed, you know, fizzles out at, at some point in terms of, okay, now like the main farming period is over. You can still go through the intro tasks if you're a noob, but like, you know, they, at some point, a lot of these things get nerfed. And I wonder if the attention stays there and if it's, you know, becomes sticky enough at that point where uh, people just genuinely want to be there and hang around and, and that kind of thing. Because I got to say, man, the, the the momentum is fun right now where, you know, I can hop into one of these places and uh, be fairly confident that I'll bump into someone that I know, uh, you know, bumped into emotional, a.k.a. Fediverse. Uh, I assume Fediverse was emotional, you know, just randomly. He was like murdering me in uh, one of the games the other day and, you know, run into Ballistic Banana periodically. And, uh, you know, I popped into my own spot the other day and Metageist was already there, like farming blooms. <laughs> whatever and it's it's cool and and i feel like that has very rarely ever happened anywhere where you can like hop into some of these spaces and be somewhat confident that if you stick around or look around long enough you'll find a friend in there that uh you know is, is goofing around too and uh and i love that man that that's what we've like 
been really missing in the Web3 metaverse space for a very long time. Yeah, I mean, the last time I sort of felt like you could hop in world and maybe bump into some folks was early CryptoVoxels when it was just Origin yeah. City. And you could like walk around and you would see people because you're all on the same island together. Um, and that, that disappeared, except for the whips, right? I mean, the whip was sort of just the opportunity to bump into other folks um, concurrently in world. But now with this, God, the incentives are super, like crypto incentives are no joke. Yeah. Um, they're really powerful up front. Again, like you, you, you were talking about the bigger, longer term questions, like how, like what are the token uh, tokenomics of Island going to be eventually? Like how is that ecosystem going to be set up for like that long term crypto incentive? But goddamn, short term, it, it's perfect because with that client barrier and ha having to download that, everyone wins if they download it. Theoretically, they're setting themselves up to be eligible. The folks that are referring people in, there's that extra incentive for them. So it seems like everyone, it, it's set up so that you get over that initial bump and hopefully they're able to kind of turbocharge it with the tokenomics. And more importantly, more importantly than that, just like good solid gameplay on, on these islands and more solid builders coming in and building, which appears to be the case. So it's been a yeah. while. Since there's been a project like this that's just kind of like hit it and seems so promising right out the gate. Well, I think I think they've done a good job in like tapping basically the whole market right now that like understands Web3 metaverse, right? Like the, the people you're seeing in there are like you're seeing the DCL people in there. You're seeing, you know, CryptoVoxels people in there. You're seeing HyperFi people in there. I mean, there's a lot of overlap in these communities, but you're seeing like the metaverse community come out and participate in this thing that's going on now, which I agree, man, is like super exciting. I, I have to think that there are a lot of other people paying attention to how this is working and what's going on now, right? And, and I, I wonder, like, do we end up in some sort of situation where, you know, someone goes over the top with like much looser tokenomics, cash grab, airdrop, and, you know, this turns into uh one of these kind of hype cycles because th this is what we we're saying like a few weeks ago right man like like the metaverse has never really like caught its hype cycle or caught its time like you know in the spotlight and and we've still been underground for a really long time uh but but this is sort of like a glimpse into like you know what i think could possibly push our whole space into like a more mainstream spotlight when there there are incentives to hop in uh similar to the web 2 style you know experiences like you know um what's the one that i'm thinking of that's been around forever like second life has their whole like you know closed like in-house ecosystem but it, it's sticky enough that it's still alive and people still keep coming back to it and everything and, and uh uh i don't know man i i hope this is uh sort of the tip of the iceberg for more experiments in this direction yeah no 100 it's just awesome to have something like this right now um that we can get the tires on super cool plus like oh dude it's so nice like uh to have something like this served up for our what feels like is like largely our audience and like our crew like you know what i mean it's like when, when this thing came out and they're like yeah we're gonna have a token and you gotta like participate in in-world things and build and like blah, blah 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 it's like oh shit like this is like what we do like served up on a silver platter for us like you know more more of that please that you know mm -hmm. stuff that 
um I, you know i i just remember i remember DeFi summer man and i was like you know sort of trying to grok what i could about DeFi, and you know at this point i know like a little bit more but i'm like you know that that was a hype cycle that was not for me at the time like DeFi was like interesting but i didn't like have the knowledge base to like really dive deep and take advantage of like the uh stuff that was really ripe for the picking but i'm like shit dude this is i was made for this shit <laughs> and i think a lot of us were yeah no a thousand percent a thousand percent oh man that's goddamn energy energy's real super stoked on that and we'd love to hear like more thoughts and like how other people are are using and finding nifty island too so <laughs> when we do the listening party here actually i may jump in just to see if anyone listening there is has been in nifty island to talk about this so yeah you i wonder uh you know how this i imagine well i mean you can look at some of the time people have like clocked into some of their islands actually i think some of that captures other people's time in their islands too but i'm like do you look at these islands and like some of these builds have not taken an insignificant amount of time, uh, you know, much like we've seen in some of the other, uh, you know, metaverse platforms and everything. But those builds tend to go up like a little bit slower when <laughs> there's not like an airdrop on the line uh, and, you know, sort of a call to action to, you know, do the thing right this second. And, and you know, you wonder how the uh, the payout, you know, of this airdrop uh corresponds to the level of effort people have put into you know building and, and how much people actually care about that it, you know I, I think everyone would love to get a fat bag uh you know from their effort put in but if it doesn't end up being like that uh or ends up being like you know the, an insignificant amount of uh, change or, or equivalency or whatever uh you know does that leave a bad taste in people's mouth or do they like what is being built enough to just sort of roll with it yeah i have a feeling folks would be more flexible especially after like getting in and yeah it, it, because the enjoy the experience in world is so enjoyable man i just i feel like it's all set up for success there boom but yeah. uh, I mean, all like all this frenetic energy, this like amazing excitement um, <laughs> tomorrow, I guess, for folks to stay centered and remain kind of like calm and in the moment, uh, the whip is going to be a nice, nice little, um, I guess, counter to, to all that good stuff. Bay Backner has is yeah. going to be bringing us into D DCL for the wellness week that's going on over there. And there's literally going to be like metaverse meditation and we're going to be like leaving affirmations places. I, it's, it's going to be a fun show we have lined up in a, in a very chill Zen way. Dude, I, I love uh, going the entire different direction. Uh, honestly, it sounds great, especially like in the midst of this like crazy market chaos uh that that show has been like uh talking about every week after the whip and, and everything and um and our and our whips have been like so bonkers lately too it'll be kind of good to go the opposite direction and uh i don't know sort of take a deep breath with some of the fam and i'm such a huge babe backner fan man she's uh you know we were talking about this last week as well she's just such a pro uh and knowing that uh you know we can sort of pass the mic to her and be like very confident that uh, shit is going to be dope. And uh, I, I know you and her were talking about, you know, the, the run of show and everything for the whip. And uh, I'm excited, man. It's it's always like great to have her in the house. Uh, and like, you know, the, the dichotomy of like us having, you know, a, 
like sort of a therapeutic wellness week at the whip and then like a show coming on afterwards and uh, yelling at all of us about the stuff that we should be paying attention to uh, publicly is, uh, is a great like juxtaposition. Um, no, man, it's, it's, it's good. I feel like uh, really Bay has been uh, holding the torch for DCL. I, I think you might've been the one who actually sort of referenced that uh, a little while ago uh, in terms of uh, it, it's hard to see a lot of like what's going on over there, but you know, when Bay comes knocking, man, she's going to serve up something really, really dope and, you know, shed a light on some stuff that was probably like off our radar or in our blind spots a little bit and everything. So uh, I know Fractilians has been uh, in the mix helping with this as well. So big shout out Bay and Fractilians. Yeah. Cosine, <laughs> both of those amazing human beings. Can't say it enough. Um, yeah. So stoked for that. And Dude, I, I'm just I'm ready to like fire up the Nifty Island client as soon as I have a, a couple free minutes and just jump back in again today. So like <laughs> this conversation is like has me focused for my my top line item today. Dude, it's it's uh, fly frogs have gotten a nice little uh, burst of momentum from this whole thing as well, man. You know, there's there's only so many avatar projects that are uh, instantly compatible with Nifty Islands, and uh, fly frogs had the fortune of being uh lumped into the vibe mix early on and they they made the fly frog avatar that i use very often and uh and so you know people have like a lot of options but people like the frog man so it's cool now i pop in and i i see like you know some frogs periodically and people have been scooping up fly frogs and everything and uh you know man we we have them on the whip uh next week i i believe and they've always been like big supporters of ours and i've worked with them over the past couple of years and everything so it's it's nice to see them get a little boost and uh some spotlight uh almost unexpectedly you know it, it didn't it, this is sort of the um the blessing of interoperability, right? Like th these things were just sort of out there and able to be imported easily. And there uh, just isn't a lot of stuff like that out there. And uh, now they're getting a nice little bump for it. So uh, shout out Fly Frogs and Molecule and uh, Chupacabra, who I know have been holding the torch for them for a long time. And uh, good to see them get, get, a, get a day in the spotlight. Well, I mean, the whip next week has to be in Nifty Island then. I mean, it's settled. I'm excited for that. Oh, maybe, man. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Got just, that. it's, it's uh, no it. That's perfect. Oh, yeah. Call so, yeah. <laughs> this turned into a Nifty Island show fest, but I think for the best possible reasons, and just to dispel any doubts, we're not being paid for this. Like, this is just, like, exciting shit. Like, we always do. Kind of kicking the tires and reporting back to y'all. So... Dude, I feel like any anything any of our like podcasts or whips that uh, ever comes across like a shill fest, it's like very safe to say that we're not getting paid at all, and these are like genuinely things that we're like interested in and want to talk about because they are interesting to us. Uh, otherwise, man, I, I wouldn't be able to hold my attention that long. So, uh, no, I'm with it, man. Uh, not that, uh, but hey, if Nifty Island's listening and wants to pay us, uh, you know, we we're, you know, we could talk. Yeah. What up, Charles? <laughs> awesome, dude. Um, well, I'll let you get back to it and uh, shout out Fox Yoga and the listening party crew listening to this hey. a little bit later. Good shit. All right, man. See you at the whip. Later, y'all. Later. Cool. Thanks for listening, y'all. Shout out Conbuff, Dragonate, Dragonate's mom. See y'all later.